When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. recording everybody hello 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 welcome to two black girls one rose girl what you watching yes where we spill the tea on what we're currently watching on tv i'm natasha and i'm justine and okay i'm gonna tell you about vanderpump came back yesterday oh my god i forgot Mm -hmm. okay great so those crazy ones are back and then Uh nate and i are watching true detective on hbo uh, with Mahershala? Uh, he was in last season. This season is Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be, that's great. Yeah, so I'll tell you about that. Nice. Uh, what about you, friend? What you watching? The only new thing that I've been watching today uh, or this week mm-hmm. um, is the Impact NYC on VH1. Oh, the hell is that? Oh, VH1? I don't even know. Oh, I'll let you know, girl. <laughs> I'll let you know. And I was supposed to watch Love and Hip Hop, but I missed it last night. So I'm about to back on that train oh, because really? I know some of those people now. So that's exciting. Oh. It's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta right now. Atlanta. Um, and okay. then um, I can definitely talk about Drag Race or I can talk about Jessica Simpson's book. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, I want to hear about the book. You was giving me the play-by-play when we were in San Francisco, and I need to hear what's Uh, going on. Yeah, yeah, Oh, my goodness. Nice. Um, Okay, before (laughs) we dive into the shows, Tom Sandoval, Tom Shorts on Nick Fial's podcast, girl, I got to tell you about this. (laughs) Oh, my God, the three stooges. The three motherfucking stooges. Yeah. And thing one and thing two, them two idiots, Tom and Tom, still out here. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. So mm. I will let you know about that. Um, yeah. Then you had something as well. I do. I have something. I know you all hate me right now. Hello, if you're listening. I have something uh, about Taylor Swift, something actually oh. coming to her defense <laughs> because it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's it's terrible what's happening to her right now. So oh, I'll tell you about it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's terrible. So. I don't think the people hate yeah, you. Talk about the it. Swifties might hate us, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with that, regardless of what we say about that, her, yeah. to be quite I'm, honest. I'm good. <laughs> um, but I don't want to have my entire personality be usurped by hating this bitch. Oh, yeah, like, no. You know, you know what I mean? We're more like, dynamic than that. Thanks. Way more. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to this episode ad-free with our juicy pre-show hot takes on Taylor, Tom and Tom, all that jazz, join the Rose mm-hmm. Garden over at Patreon. On Patreon, you can also watch us on video. 
And you can join us for our current rewatch of Insecure Season 1. Mm-hmm. Try out a Patreon membership with a seven-day free trial. And shout out to the Rose Garden. Love you. Love you guys. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's dive in to... Can I start with Vanderpump? Yes. All right. So this is the season post Scandal. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. the opening credits were yeah, even they're different. Fancy. They're fancy. Yeah. There was a bit fancy, but the show has become it's not about the servers. It's not about yeah. the staff at Vanderpump anymore. It's not even about the restaurants at all. It's specifically a very uh like tailored group of people. The Toms, mm-hmm. Ariana, Katie, Sheena, Lala, James. Like that is the mm. cast now. So even at the beginning, they used to have that photo with like Lisa Vanderpump in the front, in the center, yes. and all the staff members. Like uh-huh. it's like twenty of them. They didn't even have that this season. That was the first I'd seen oh, that. Really? Yeah, it was just that core group of people. Um. So how I feel about the season so far, I feel like, and for those who don't know, I'm a Vanderpump like day one. Like I've been mm-hmm. here. I've been with these people for like ten years. Never get that time back. But here I am. <laughs> <laughs> This season will go either one of two ways. It's either going to be great and we're it's going to validate that we're still very interested in these people or mm-hmm. it's going to just feel tired and like we're beating mm-hmm. we're beating over something that should have died or it's like overstaying mm-hmm. its welcome. Mm-hmm. The first episode is giving me a little bit of a whiff of yeah. the of the latter. Yeah. But it's just starting, so we'll see. Um, but I do wonder if they they stretched out the sandal scandal drama like so much that now we're mm-hmm. kind of a little I don't know, I was a little apathetic going into the season. Yeah. I I don't know. I was gonna ask you, I guess, uh, what new drama could come up that would be as compelling yeah. as what happened last season. Right. Cause basically with the preview shows and what we we see, we're kind of still dealing with the fallout from mm-hmm. Scandal. Um and yeah, that's mainly it. I mean, we see mm. um the uh Ariana and uh Katie are opening up the new restaurants. Maybe mm-hmm. there's stuff that's gonna happen there. Lala always has stuff you know la la she always kind of beefing with somebody so that's gonna mm. definitely happen but it still seems to be based around scandal mm-hmm. um so yeah not a ton new mm-hmm. and raquel's not there either so mm. she's like a, a character her absence is like a character you know what i mean right 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 so what about uh james and his little young yeah thing? so james so we we see james he has a house now what him and (laughs) the little girlfriend he had they bought a house together it's by the airport so it's in a flight path so it's a little loud but there we go okay they're owners they own a home yep um and which is also crazy because i feel like she just she just started dating him two seconds ago and now they own a property together people are (sighs) that's tied in girl tied in Oof. yeah and that's a theme of vanderpump like they move in the spouse like couples move in together really quick because they're mm-hmm. i guess broke and they need to share the rent but that early seasons that was the issue they were all broke so mm-hmm. they was like mm-hmm. <laughs> katie and tom are living together you know even though mm-hmm. their relationship was like done um but even now i see it with james and Allie. i'm like y'all buying a house together mm. 
what is is that a LA thing? Is that just these people? I was wondering because LA seems like it's very expensive to buy there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would do that. I I just I don't know. They're not engaged. Yeah, I don't know. They're just boyfriend and girlfriend, and that's even literally weirder. under like two years. <laughs> oh my god! I own a property oh, with you. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> Man, he's so um, volatile and, and all. He's extremely <laughs> volatile in every realm of life. I'm not tying yeah. nothing with him, but he got my finances. Hell no. Right. Oh, boy. So that's them. He's not drinking today, this season. Yeah. Okay. He's California sober, so he's smoking weed, he said. Okay. So he's smoking weed. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's happening with them. Then you have Ariana and Katie mm-hmm. open up this coffee shop, looking for s- furniture and trying to do that. Um, Tom and Ariana are still living together in this house. Yeah. Yep. Communicating mm-hmm. through his assistant. One, who is this assistant? I have so many questions. Why are you the assistant yeah. to Tom Sandoval? What made you apply for yeah. that job? Where did you find that job listing? <laughs> How many are there? Because I'm sure there's not I'm sure, yes, I'm sure there's rotating four. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do for him that he can't do for himself? Yeah, yeah. Like, the role of a Hollywood personal assistant is, I mean, that, I mean, movies, I'm sure, have been written about that role. Yeah. But of an yeah. A-list celebrity, I'm, that's interesting to right. me. Of this right. dude? No. <laughs> that's got to be boring on its own. You probably have to make him feel so big. Yeah. Oh, you got to just God. be a, the ultimate yes person and just be up his yeah. ass the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I want to know who that girl is and just like wh- what led you to this? <laughs> like, yeah. What was your previous employment? What led you to this role? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, they're still living in this house. He's down the hall. She's down the other hall. Um, he wants to buy her out of the house. He was claiming mm-hmm. on Nick Viall that he he offered her a million dollars over ask. So there goes another lie, because I know that nigga ain't got, million, he ain't got no debt, please. Never mind. <laughs> Neither do I. So what am I here to say? Nothing. Okay. He ain't got Never a million mind. dollars. You know. No. The amount of oh, money boy. he sunk into this restaurant, he does not have a million dollars in cash just sitting around. That's right. Didn't he take his mom's retirement? Yeah, he took his mama's damn 401k. Yes. Oh, Jesus. So he don't oh, have God. a million Ruthless. just sitting around. That's oh. a bull-faced lie. Mm. um ariana she's you know looking refreshed she has a new boyfriend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh who Mm -hmm. we see everywhere the personal trainer Mm -hmm. um and she met him 10 days after the scandal that's fucking right (laughs) didn't she meet him at coachella or something met him at some wedding um, a wedding she went to a wedding after that yeah i oh remember that i remember when she went to oh everyone God. like photographed her like a wedding in mexico or some shit and she was there like dolo oh. but she met homeboy at that wedding and it was 10 mm. days after the whole mm. scandal broke i mean that just shows how long they were really working up that's what i was thinking too yeah right that shows you how long that relationship was dead immediately <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like how soon is too soon that's too soon oh my god she needs to but her and Sandoval were just roommates fully. That's yeah, they actually to me mm-hmm. were way too comfortable living in that house for as long as they were mm-hmm. to have it not fit. They felt that energy previously, like mm-hmm. that energy of like, oh, I'm communicating through your assistant. That's not new to them, right? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were sat up in two other rooms texting each other from each room. 
Yep. Right. Yep. That's so mm-hmm. true. That is not a couple that shares the same bed. <laughs> no. No. I don't think mm-hmm. so. They're like, you got the Instacart? Mm-hmm. It's outside. I see it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just don't. And they've they've done the dance. They've done that dance. Says. Yeah. Dance. Exactly. Um, so that's that. Sheena, she's still clamoring to be Sandoval's friend. She mm-hmm. is a scene where she's sitting with Brock and what? sad that he's blocked her. She's tried reaching out from all of her Instagrams, from Summer Moon, Summer Moon's little Instagram. Mm, yeah, the little baby. The little baby. He blocked, he blocked, the blocked baby? her ass too. Summer Moon is on block. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he is just oh, you dodging her. I know. You imagine going to a baby's profile and blocking the and baby. Blocking the or a dog or a cat or right. something. That's crazy. God, but he's avoiding Sheena. He he just doesn't want yeah. anything to yeah. do with her. And she's like real butthurt about it. I'm like, why do you need to be his friend so bad? Hey, she might be similar to him. She has to be. <laughs> These people's pr- propensity for keeping toxicity and toxic mm. people in their life is really mm-hmm. disturbing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm a mother. I, I'm a I'm a new mom. Yeah. I got my new house. I'm you know mm-hmm. got my husband. We're building our life. What am I doing hanging around with someone like Sandoval? Why? Mm-mm. What is the value that yeah. he's bringing besides negative energy into my yeah. space of beauty and family and love? Like mm-hmm. it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um. So she mm. she updates us also that uh, Raquel, which we've known by now was in a facility for 45 days and then extended it another 30 days. Raquel and wow. Sandoval are still communicating. She's yeah. still sending like notes and packages Letters to the house. And notes. Yep, yeah. That Ariana mm-hmm. sees so she knows that something's going on. Mm. Um we see Lala, Lala's mama and her brother have moved in. They've moved to LA. They're helping her that's raise fabulous. Ocean. Ocean. I'm that's very fabulous. happy for her. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, and she is, yeah, just focused on her baby and is very much in a, um, I hate men <laughs> era. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Not great. Oh, no, Lala. <laughs> I don't want that for her. Me neither. Oh, man. Hates men. She's got a lot of trust issues after Randall mm-hmm. and then just watching Ariana go through everything with Sandoval. Mm-hmm. She's even mm-hmm. now, she's like side-eyeing Ariana's new boyfriend. Like, who's this? Why is he here? Oh, so early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get Which that. I get that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So that's Lala. Aww. Yeah. Did you did you ever want Lala to date? I don't know if this is correct. Mm. But if did you ever want Lala to date Garcelle's son? Is it, is it oh yeah. Thing? They had a little thing. I mean, right. I thought that made more sense to me than him at Rock Hill. <laughs> yeah, him at Rock Hill is so ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I was just thirsty on both parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lala with uh, Garcelle. That would have been cute. I see more on brand right. for Lala. Uh, uh, definitely on brand mm. for Lala. We know what she likes we know, her type. Right. But also <laughs> for him, she's a single mom too. He's about to be a single Oh, dad. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Eh, it could have been cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's off men right now. So okay, that's fine. <laughs> so no that's... And he dated Raquel, so he can go. So too, he can go. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Schwartz. Schwartz is the group pariah. None of the girls want anything to do with him. Oh. Obviously, because he's still like. Yeah. Hanging around Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's so butthurt about it, and they had some events at Tom Tom 
that mm-hmm. everybody went to. And that was Ariana's first time back to Tom Tom since mm-hmm. the whole thing. So she was like going through it, obviously, like triggered. Mm-hmm. I think I think from the last night when she when she found everything like his phone fell out i, I think he was, was he performing at oh, tom that's right or i think he was yeah, performing yeah, yeah. there uh-huh. so she was like uh-huh. back at the same table where you know she was mm. going off on raquel blah 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 um but yeah schwartz is just hey ariana hi like came from one angle she didn't say nothing came what? from another angle like 20 minutes later oh no he seems like that type though just relentless, relentless just like wants everybody to like yeah. them yeah. but no real reason to like them no. and want to do any work yeah oh no. tom just still out oh, here man. trying to be dopey little tom <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah right and it's not working not at all so she's like straight icing him yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then at the very end of the episode lala has to sit down with lisa vanderpump because remember lala unless we forget during the reunion was going like ham on raquel yeah when, you know, <laughs> like, yeah 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 and tom both of on them. both of them uh-huh. um but yeah, it was going ham on raquel then did like the podcast rounds just going off about her and oh so she sits down with lisa vanderpump and she's done a lot more reflecting and she can see herself through raquel and how when she was with Randall, mm-hmm. she she started off as an only woman and she mm-hmm. defended to the death. She didn't know she wasn't blah, blah, blah. But she's now in her confessional. It's like, I was the other woman. Like, I can spin mm-hmm. it any way I want, but that's mm-hmm. who I was at the end of the day. Yeah. And she said Raquel at the reunion said something that, that kind of like hit a nerve where she said, um, you know, she she's going along and saying anything that sandoval wants her to say or it's just because everybody has already alienated her and he's the one person she has left so Mm. that kind of like manipulation that kind of Mm. like um Mm -hmm. alienation as well kind of like finally struck a chord with lala and so she's been feeling really bad about how she treated raquel oh and in the end she uh either calls or no i think she sends a voice note to raquel mm, okay asking okay. her if she wants to meet up or something all of this is under the facilitation of lisa vanderpump and her dogs and goats and <laughs> pigs and horses <laughs> well she sat with lisa and lisa was like yes i you know i think that would be nice and you know yo, lisa's a tyrant bro she's she running the ship yo she, she is running it how is this shit how is this even still called vanderpump rules <laughs> oh wow okay okay so see so yeah, lala sends the voice no and um we don't see raquel's re- we see that raquel sees the message but she doesn't reply mm. um mm, and then later okay. lala has to tell ariana <clears throat> who's obviously not oh. thrilled you know mm-hmm. also because when everyone when lala was breaking up with randall she was like if you even talk about mm-hmm. Randall, like she was, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> understandably yep. so. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to have my friends geeking and and hanging out with my ex who cheated on me publicly. Like, I get that, yeah. right? But now you're trying to, you know, butter up to Raquel and try to be friends mm-hmm. with. It's just a weird situation. Like, yeah, especially for your own moral compass to be like. You know, I want to write this wrong, but really I was wrong. It doesn't like that. I don't know. It just seems like a little selfish a little bit, but you know. Yeah. I just, I would feel bad about what I said to Raquel, whatever. And then I would just move on. 
I don't need to reconcile. I don't need yeah. to have a sit down with her. I don't want no part of these toxic people and their horrible life decisions around me. <laughs> that shit will start to rub off on me. I don't want yeah. nothing to do with that girl. I wish her well. Oh, I hope man. she's in a great mental space. I might send her yeah. a little apology mm-hmm. note, but I don't need to meet up with her. No, that's crazy. That's nuts. No. But if you don't have a storyline because your mom and your brother moved yeah. in and you're all men, then you got to meet up with Raquel. <laughs> you got to meet up with Raquel. That's true. That's true. What is Lala's storyline? Just raising this nut. She doesn't she have, one. have one. <laughs> Damn. So, so, yeah, that's Vanderpump episode one. Okay. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. I don't know, I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know either. I already forgot what day it was on. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to be engaged in this one. I know. We'll see. Next week, I'm going to yeah. Eloise's. We're going to have a crochet and Vanderpump night. So, <laughs> I got to like pair it with another activity to get through. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> going to bring my little blanket and that I'm working on. and make it a little night but mm-hmm. yeah that's that's Vanderpump let me know what you guys think especially the day yeah, ones what yeah. are your thoughts it's gonna be a good season or are you kind of mm. feeling it's already stale like I am mm. what do you think yeah um okay friend well what do you want to tell me about speaking of stale <laughs> let's talk about the impact New York okay I'm just gonna is this? read you the uh the explanation of what the show is yeah. and then I'm gonna read out the cast members and ask you if you know any of these people this is VH1 you said I forgot this about VH1. VH1 girl what is on VH1 mm-hmm. these days the impact, the impact. Of your girl what you mean <laughs> so, oh, this is NYC's biggest influencers offer a glimpse into their creative worlds business dealings and personal lives as they do what it takes to rise to the top mm. and make their impact oh jeez okay oh yeah girl I'm looking at this so, cast I already know I ain't going uh-huh. on none of these people girl no, we're gonna go through <laughs> it okay Ashley Marie Burgos that's fine if you don't know who that is I didn't either uh, no clue she's cute no clue right very cute yeah she is cute yeah so she's just an ig Bernice girl Burgos? like an instagram girl tiktok girl I, I guess so okay i don't know um bernice burgos nope what are sisters no i think they're hold on native new yorker sure. oh she was in a rick ross music video for diced pineapples okay a model she has a sleepwear line daughter that's her daughter yeah wait bernice is ash bernice is ashley's mom <laughs> what? yeah yeah what okay i need to yeah. look at a different mm-hmm. photo because i'm literally looking at the photo of like no, a 24 year old no bernice is that bitch i can't believe you don't know who that is she's 43 yeah oh yeah. you bernice, guys she is a baddie she's a baddie yeah. and a half she looks like she's 20 yeah. tops yeah mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. God. Her butt is real. Oh, I hope I her look like this are not. Her abs her, look well, a bit um, manufactured. Yeah. Work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. She is not afraid of the needle. So if you want to do that, you too could look like wow. this. But she's the she's mother. That's the crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know her. No, no idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> um, Chinese kitty? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, all right. Who's she? Cleo Trap. Uh, uh, she's a rapper. There's so many new young female rappers, and I can't keep there up. Are. There's so many of them. I don't know who. There I don't know who to pay few. attention to. So it's just whatever you want. <laughs> it's just whatever you're in the mood oh, for that day. Like, there's so many there's ladies so many. to pick from. Yeah. 
uh, Cleotrapa. Do you know who that is? <laughs> Cleotrapa? No, I do not. All right. <laughs> Great okay. name, though. Go ahead, Cleotrapa. I love her name. I love Cleotrapa. <laughs> Dream Doll? You don't know Dream Doll? Her face, this one looks familiar to me. It's, they, she doesn't look the same as all the rest of them? Um, It's her blonde hair that stands out to me. She looks... Okay familiar but okay. as you said they all kind of look the same so i don't know who i'm thinking about yeah <laughs> but her face the looks the doctor. most familiar to me but who okay who was she she's a rapper as well also Google. a rapper oh okay yeah. interesting mm-hmm. um and she's been famous for a little minute i forget what show she was on previously but dream has oh. been around for a little minute okay um ella just ella that's just her name ella or ella bands absolutely not nope never heard yeah me either girl i'm gonna be (laughs) honest with you but um she has oh she's uh her boyfriend is a boogie with the hood okay who i've heard of from the scholars yes they told me about him (laughs) (laughs) that is the only reason i know oh no yeah oh boy she just goes by ella that's bold I do very. She's <laughs> bold on the show too with this identity of hers. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Milani Cruz. Nope. I don't yeah, know Miss Milani. Yeah, sure. Me neither, but don't. she seems nice. Okay. And then Scott Louis. Do you know Scott Louis? Nope. Sure don't. Okay. All right. Well, oh, he's a fashion <laughs> stylist. Oh. Not only is he a fashion stylist, he is a brilliant chef. I, I only chef? know him as a chef. Oh. Mm hmm. My God, jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, he's Jamaican. Yes. Shout out. Okay. Yes, he is. Nice. Yeah, he's a lot of good Jamaican recipes on uh, TikTok. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know none of these people. So these are the new age. They all look very young, aside from the mama. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But they're all influencers. So that's what the show is mm-hmm. about. Influencers in the music industry specifically. Okay. Yeah, a lot of them are rappers. It seems. And then yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I watched episode two because yeah. I love Cleo Trappa and I love Scott Louie. I was like, okay, I got to watch this okay. and see what they're doing with these people. Mm-hmm. They are doing absolutely nothing <laughs> with these people. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, okay? Lord. It is, if you want to like completely tap out mm-hmm. and you have already watched Selling Sunset eight times, oh, this, is, a this good is the one? show to watch. Oh, okay. Yes. Hmm. Um, it's very New York. They they talk very New York. They're very upfront. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are from the Bronx. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's always fun. Their uh, their surgery and appearances are not fun to me. They are actually very sad to me, oh. and also very disheartening because all of them want to clearly look like the dark skin one, Cleotrapa, but oh. with light skin and a straight weave. Oh. It is very obvious. Oh, man, oh. you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like look like her <laughs> meaning. Like her shape, like her natural shape no, or her skin? her face, her facial features, her very, her deeply ethnic facial features, uh-huh. but they're light skinned women. Okay, so they want the lips, they want the the lip, yeah, like yeah. clear skin, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh jeez, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. So that's sad, but the show is just so, um, it's so meta, like Mm. the plot of episode two Mm -hmm. was them at the photo shoot for the show. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh my God. That means they have no content. That means they filmed nothing. None. Oh, jeez. 
and I told Crunch, I was like, this would have been actually really dope if they all got a campaign for like Skims or Good American and mm-hmm. they were all on set and you got to see the background of what that's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But them being in the show, on the show, doing <laughs> filming for the show while they're doing the confessional for the show, that's like that's stupid. Not it. Oh my God. Because they wouldn't even all be together if it wasn't for this show. That's what that proves. To right. Me. So are they friends? What's the like friendship dynamics? I don't know about friends. I've only seen them argue so far. Mm. So I can't say that they're friends. I can say that they have songs together, a couple of okay. them. So some, okay. Um, and then Scott's a fashion stylist. So I think he's run into possibly all of them at certain mm. a point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only ones that I really know and follow are Cleo and Scott. But I did watch an interview with Chinese Kitty on Horrible. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the rapstresses that they have, like, defuted as not acting like she says she acts on her songs. Meaning, oh. she'll be like, I'm a freak. I do this. I do that. And, and they asked her, horrible. like, eat ass or suck toes. <laughs> and she's like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> that happens every now and then on Horrible Decisions. Uh-huh. They'll bring somebody on and like, okay, we're a sex positive fetish, more like, what do they call themselves? A fetish uh, uh, kink friendly or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Podcast. And then they bring people on who make all kinds of claims mm-hmm. and then buckle under one question from Wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you, you, you sent me one. Um, I think it was, it was like a white girl that she's like a big oh, twerker God, the only fans girl she does like twerking videos she's like the number one yeah, twerking, twerking videos, videos on yeah. tiktok or mm-hmm. some shit and mm-hmm. <laughs> my girl was like the virgin mary by the time they finished that episode <laughs> they were so disappointed like bitch you don't do shit she was whack she was she whack was no stories None. she just was making lots of money yeah. off of people who have a very specific fetish mm-hmm. and she was just the first one who got there right yeah She's just like, is there just a lot of luck in that girl's right, story? Right. So she didn't wasn't interesting. Not interesting. Uh, yeah. The city girls are another one. When they went on that show, it was like, uh huh, what? Uh, what? Uh. Like Dang. a lot of that. Not prepared. Um, and I just remember Chinese Kitty just from that. So I don't actually okay. know that much of her music. Okay. Um, Ella, same thing. Mm-hmm. I only know a boogie with the hoodie. I can't tell you not one song by that young man, but I know nope. that he is a artist. A and person. His name is a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god but it's it's fun i mean it's fun there's nothing on on tuesdays salt lake city is over mm. you, you know i'll, I'll tune in so on tuesday in. see what they're doing what the little baby dolls are doing interesting yeah, well, not all of them are little dream doll certainly is not and neither is bernice so oh, well these... bernice is a mother yeah <laughs> like, like somebody's <laughs> whole mama dream doll she looks young she's not how old is she yeah I just heard of oh, her for a long she's time. 31. She's been working a long time. Never mind. Yeah, and Scott is uh, like thirty. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to peek over yeah. at this. Just take a look. Peek over. While you clean the bathroom. Yeah. Why not? Because this, <laughs> I'm not in this world at all. Like, yeah, the yeah. young female rappers that have all come up in the last mm-hmm. few years. Like, I learned them about. I learned about them from you here on this podcast. Like, I'm just not in that <laughs> space. I don't really listen to a lot of hip hop. I listen to old mm-hmm. shit or mm-hmm. Kendrick. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be curious to just kind of peek over, see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, cute. 
Yeah, so I'll give it. I'll give it a whole season. I'll see. Oh, this okay. like we are having drama at the photo shoot for the show we're on. That is yeah, wack. That's not so. setting up for a great season. <laughs> we're already low on content. Like <laughs> episode one, and yeah. it just shows you. I don't know if you guys know this. Listening, it just shows you how. Um, the life of a content creator, a person on Instagram who's millions of followers, all that glamour that they put up in front of your face. Mm-hmm. There's so much boring shit behind the scenes they got to do to put that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like negotiating emails, oh, talking yeah. to your manager, yeah. talking to your style. Like it's it's so boring. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, that is true. That mm-hmm. is true, and that is what would be very interesting to see on the show, like them the bts of their life which i guess that's what the premise is like the bts that's what the premise is yeah their social but... media life because that was interesting with Psy on roni the little bit was we, it for me i thought it was like getting to see uh, a couple scenes where she's sitting with her like team and they're like putting mm-hmm. together like the storyboards of the next brand deal real she has to make and um even seeing her i mean it was ridiculous when she brought like her six luggages on the show yeah and all the yeah. outfits mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing mm-hmm. her constantly in motion of working and producing content mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. the tough work of that life like it's not all fun and games that yeah. to me that that's me would be interesting to watch oh really yeah more than just the fake drama of them like fighting with each other i don't oh yeah that's i I I just want them all to have one campaign one song one music video where they're actually all together as an ensemble Mm. yeah because this really feels like six random people put together or however many there are put together and just like plopped on a show that's why that is whack if they don't have any like actual it was whack on roni (laughs) yeah sure if they're not actually (laughs) friends what am i watching Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. But we'll see. The impact. Yeah. Cute. Mm-hmm. But tell me about the real stuff. Tell me about True Detective. Oh, yes. Okay. So True Detective, this is season four. Don't ask me if I remember anything from season one, two, or three. Because they were in <laughs> 2021, I, 2018, I know, I look. and 2012. <laughs> season one was 2014. That is that so is far pre-COVID. I know. college. <laughs> forever ago oh my god season one was 2014 so every season also for those who don't know or have never seen true detective each season is its own self-contained narrative so they Mm -hmm. it's a new cast it's a new story they all revolve around obviously like a detective story like they're trying to solve Mm -hmm. some type of murder or whatever but they they're completely different so yeah season one was 2014 that was matthew mcconaughey woody hallerson that one got like critical acclaim it was it was very Mm -hmm. good and did so well that they you know brought the show back um season two was just the next year 2015 colin farrell rachel mcadams taylor kish is in that one Mm -hmm. and then season three was with mahershala and that was in 2019 so we haven't had a true detective since 2019 yeah and that one was really good i remember it was mahershala it was like a missing children uh Mm -hmm. case Mm -hmm. so season four is starring uh jodie foster Mm-hmm. who i have not seen i literally went to her filmography i was like when was the last time i watched her or anything i haven't watched her in anything since inside man do you remember that movie um nope. it's a spike lee movie denzel washington it's a bank heist 
Whoa. You've seen Inside Man. Yeah. Whoa. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 2006. 2006. That was the last time I watched Jodie Foster in something. Like, damn, Jodie. She's done stuff since then, but I just haven't watched any of it. So, um, but yeah, she stars. And then her co star is, her name is Callie Reese, I want to say. She is a Cape Verdean and Native American famous former boxer, like heavyweight, what? welterweight, whatever weight, uh, boxer turned actress, I guess. And she has these, oh. she has the dimple. The Marilyn? Yes, the Marilyn uh, oh. piercings on her dimples, yeah. which is interesting. So cute. Yeah. And she was a boxer? And she was a well, boxer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess you get your face beat in anyway, yeah. but it didn't even hurt. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But that was interesting. She has them in real life, and it's part of her character in the show. She just, like, has the... Mm. It's kind of cool. Are they cute on her? Because we've discussed this. We've discussed the Marilyn's. Yeah. I used to always... Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressed me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. LP dot com slash two B G one R. Like them. I would never do them myself. I, I mean Me I I don't have any yeah. <laughs> template yeah. uh dimplings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dimples and the dumplings at the same time. Yeah. Um I don't have dump uh God, dimples. Uh-huh. And if I did, I probably wouldn't do it. it just seems so permanent having like in my face. But I Mm-hmm. I do low key think they're cute on other girls. <laughs> they're so cute. I love them. Yeah. Especially a girl yeah. with like deep dimples. Mm-hmm. They're so mm-hmm. cute. 
I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she has them, just cute. Like you just don't really see that on scripted television. <laughs> Someone with like <laughs> yes, <laughs> <true. laughs> loving hip hop, maybe, but you do not see this on our HBO show. Like, yeah. Um, so, anyways, this season is set in a fictional town in Ennis, Alaska, and it follows the disappearance of uh, like these eight researchers. You know, in Alaska. In Alaska. In Alaska. Which, you know, they They gone. They gone, girl. They gone. (laughs) No. So these eight people are missing. And so the setting already is is really interesting because it's in Alaska. And the show opens on the last day of the solstice, which is basically the last day of sunlight. And then it's light out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Alaska, period. (laughs) Period. For the next three months or whatever i don't know astronomy so i don't know but so the whole movie or the whole show is in darkness like pitch dark essentially even the daytime scenes like you it, mm-hmm. the whole show just looks like it's at night but then they'll be like at school and it, <laughs> like her daughter mm-hmm. will be at school and it's like and i'm like oh shit i forget it's like also daytime so just like yeah. the mental warp of that and People live like this, bitch. People actually live I like this. Know. I know. And their house is $5. So that's great. <laughs> but they have to have those sad lamps. I know. Yeah. And like stuff to help them. If it's anyone is crazy. from one of those places, Greenland or Iceland. <laughs> or, I don't think people or, live in Greenland. <laughs> or Antarctica. <laughs> and you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Comment down below. What you got? You got a sad lamp? How do you do this? How do you do this? I be getting Uh, sad when it's the sun says at like five. I'd be like, damn. I'd be so out of it. Yeah. Pissed (laughs) off, really genuinely sad, seasonal depression, Mm -hmm. like low key. Mm -hmm. And people lit, like fully lit. Like these girls are going to school and just. No. life just kind of goes on and that that's just their life but they they call it something in the show like the darkness or the the night or something like that yeah oh, no <laughs> so now it's the villain that's it's, like its the, own character up, upcoming doom is like okay oh god so crazy imagine you imagine. gotta go to school it's nighttime and then you go home and you have math homework. i know oh, no. absolutely not so interesting it's, and and people grow up there they grow up there yeah and that's just all they know they don't really it's, it's not anything you know different to them um so anyways jody foster she plays this like hard ass literal bitch she's like a flaming bitch okay. of a police okay. sergeant i want to say and she has an indigenous queer stepdaughter who has her own little st- storyline kind of like she's trying to like figure out her identity um, and just mm-hmm. like her place uh-huh. as she's getting close to her racial racial identity, exploring her Native mm. American um, ness, and then Jody's kind of like an absent mom, stepmom. She's like always obsessed with work and doing her own thing. So mm. the daughter's just like turning up and you know doing her own shit. And so Jody and um, Navarro is the other girl's character. They mm-hmm. used to work together. So they have a history, but they're not on good terms. They, like, hate each other. After this case that was the murder of a a woman named Anne, she was a Native American activist. And so, mm. and they never solved the case. And Navarro was, like, super, it was very personal for her because she's also Native American. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. then something also went down during that case that we don't well, quite sure know yet. 
but mm. they're like they hate each other um mm. but they're starting to work together now because um navarro is back investigating the aon case the activists and jody's investigating these eight researchers who went missing um and there's a link between the two cases and so they start working together again going through evidence and <coughs> blah 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 there's also some supernatural shit happening which is always part of true detective it's always like a Mm. murder something you know murder investigation but there's always like a occult or a supernatural like theme what do you mean supernatural witches like warlocks season one was witches i want to say season one had like occult vibes or or devil satanic that type of stuff yeah. Oh. Um. And all I can't remember the other two seasons, but they all have. There's always some like underbelly, some dark underbelly to it. So okay. this season is already. We're not again. You don't know what's happening yet, but yeah, weird shits going on. And yeah, episode three, which was just this past weekend, the end was like very eerie. So, um, they do a good job at like kind of like building you up, and you're very intrigued. I have no fucking idea what's happening, but you're like. <laughs> locked in um and then another interesting element of the show i'd say like a sub theme is the white and indigenous relations i have so many questions for you yeah okay so Uh it plays out in a couple ways so we see jody and her daughter um Mm -hmm. jody's white obviously the daughter is it's her stepdaughter so i don't Mm -hmm. think it's her birth daughter but she lives with her um but Mm -hmm. she's having her own racial awakening or whatnot jody doesn't understand her doesn't really seem to want to try to understand her so there's like that tension oh yeah not good so so that means that jody foster's character is married to a native american man not currently her ex because we meet him he's native yes um and he i'm not sure somebody tell me i'm probably doing this wrong I, i believe that's her stepdaughter right um right but she's living but with she her like some custody thing some custody okay. thing Happening. she's living okay. with her and we see the guy too but i don't know why she's not with him i don't get it mm. um but yeah she's trying to like find her place in this world and jody's just like not being receptive and um is being almost kind of cruel to her on mm. wanting to um low-key stomp it out of her honestly mm. so that's the whole thing that's Evil. yeah not great she's a bitch she's like a terrible person in the yeah. show <laughs> yeah. she sucks um and then we also see so there's that like tense relationship right and then we have um there's a young cop i forget his name he's kind of like jody's subordinate um he is he's white he's married to an indigenous woman um mm-hmm. they have a kid and so then you see this like the interracial relationships that happen in like a small town, like, like in Alaska where the people Mm. that live there are the natives and the whites who've been there for a while now too. So you kind of see that with their relationship. And then you see a lot of tension between native activists and the locals Mm -hmm. um, with like the mining company. So there's like the mines Mm -hmm. or the industry of the town that is employing a lot of people and employing a lot Mm -hmm. of white people, but the locals wanting to protect their land and protect, you know. So that is an interesting, uh, interesting part of it. And again, I'm like, we don't ever really see 
native point of views we don't ever really Mm -hmm. see indigenous stories at all like so i'm yeah i'm glad that that's a part of the show um yeah because it's i think it's authentic it's in alaska we think of Mm -hmm. you know white people living in the cold in alaska but we really should be thinking about natives (laughs) and the natives that live there so Mm -hmm. that's a cool element of the show so i'm interested to see just like how those different relationships continue to play out so definitely Mm -hmm. i have two questions for you yeah do you think that the part of the supernatural portion of this season of True Detective, mm-hmm. do you think they've employed the correct writers and researchers to make it Native American tied, tied. tied somehow to indigenous roots? Yeah. I think that'd be dope. That would be dope. We don't know yet what the supernatural, if it is tied. I want to th- I want to think it is because that definitely has something to do with Anne, who's the Native American okay, woman right. that went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's HBO. It's a female showrunner. She's a Mexican American, I want to say, female showrunner. She knows. Um, uh-huh. A lot of natives are in the show, cast in the show. Okay. So I would mm-hmm. like to think that HBO had <laughs> the pressure of that alone to make sure that they hired mm-hmm. the right people to do this well. So mm-hmm. I'm. We'll have to wait and see, but um, yeah, I'll be curious to see what like native uh, critics or critique of the yeah. show is because it's like when i when i watched um killers of the flower moon and mm-hmm. afterwards i'm reading all kind of reviews and stuff and i was like specifically looking for like any native publications and yeah. learned a lot reading from mm-hmm. their perspective like thankful for this movie thankful for the representation but mm-hmm. we got these issues um mm. and some of the critique that they had of scorsese and the filmmakers and it's just really interesting to see their point of view because we don't ever really hear their point of view. We don't ever really see no. their stories, know their stories, know even what the point of view should be. Like I was reading those things, yeah. like yeah. trying to learn too, because I'm like, I mean, the movie was great, but I know it can't be all hunky dory. Like something's got to be mm. off. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, we'll see. But I, I, I would, I would hope HBO has the budget to hire the right people. I would hope so too, <laughs> you know, because that would be, I mean, it, it would be so fantastic because I think that's what people who are activists mm-hmm. are just warning you about. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't awaken the spirits that are in the right. walls. Yes. <laughs> no, just don't come over no. here. That's what I'm saying. This Mexican-American lady, mm-hmm. she knows. They're trying to go make a train through Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like a train from like Puerto Vallarta to Cancun to mm-hmm. this and that. And they have to go through Mayan ruins. And oh, Mexican Jesus. people are like, don't do that. Y'all, like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better be careful now. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the second question that I have for you relates to that mm-hmm. is, um, do you think that, and you majored in film and television, I majored in PR, mm-hmm. very opposite kind of, you're way more of like an artistic dreamer about media mm-hmm. that I am a very like nar- uh, pessimistic kind of view about <laughs> media. Do you think that these two films, right, uh, Killers of the Fire Moon and True Detective mm-hmm. probably made around the same time? Mm-hmm. Who's making these kind of decisions that like Native American stories are now important to tell? I know. Yeah. That is. Right? Yeah. That's really. It feels purposeful. It feels like, <laughs> okay, the Asians were last year. The Blacks were the year before. Now we got the, <laughs> now Native we the Natives. That's what it feels like. That's true. Because there was a whole year, you know, Crazy Rich Asians. There was a, like four Crazy different Rich. big Asian centered movies mm-hmm. that came out. Now we yep. got the year of the Natives, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. That's a really good question. I, I don't. I don't know if some mm. of it, I mean, I would like to think it's purposeful. It could be also kind of coincidental because Killers of the yeah. Flower Moon, like Martin Scorsese was working on that for forever, you know, trying to, oh, was I, he? I, oh, I, I think it's, I want to say it's based on a 
book i want to say yeah Yeah. tracy just read it yeah okay and Mm -hmm. any adaptations are in development for like years like they just you know take forever to get yeah that's right they do that's right so i think it just maybe just so happened to come out in the year where also now true detective i don't know Mm, i think also um true detective yeah they based it this year in alaska and i don't think they could have responsibly told the story in alaska without Mm. a native Mm -hmm. storyline to it somehow Mm -hmm. and so part coincidental but it it would be nice if it was purposeful like hey it's been a while hollywood we Uh haven't had a native story and storytelling in a a while but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i'm not sure Mm. yeah there's another show i want to say it's called reservation dogs have you heard of that one um is that a cartoon no it's a okay it's a show on fx that is as oh yes three seasons it came on 2021 um that follows four indigenous Mm. teenagers living in oklahoma Mm -hmm. it's like a comedy drama and that's been out for a while and okay um yeah has it's been getting a lot of like uh focus on it because it's like all indigenous writers all indigenous directors almost an entirely indigenous cast and crew which is damn i gotta check this unheard of yeah i haven't watched it but i've always been hearing it's on the list just haven't gotten to it yet (laughs) yeah definitely so so yeah there has been some you know interest i guess within in Mm -hmm. hollywood now these stories so happy to see it Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah me too yeah me too um so yeah so that's that's true detective nice do you did anything happen on traders that we need to talk about quickly before i talk about Jessica's um book? Did, did a new episode come out from last week from last week yeah aside from phaedra calling a uh, burger her burger licious <laughs> i told you she fucked all of them i told oh, you oh god it's not burger ew <laughs> He looks so young. <laughs> he does. He oh does. god. Yeah, I don't know if anything. Who went home? Where are we at? Um, I don't know if anybody went home this week. I can't remember. So probably nobody. Yeah, I think we maybe covered it all. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Okay. Well, oh, just Gis- uh Janelle. Sorry. Tamara. Oh, there, something that happened. Tamara went home. Tamara yeah, got murdered. That's right. That was Phaedra. Yeah trying to get the housewives spotlight off of uh-huh. herself all of them but mainly herself mm-hmm. and then they yeah they banished janelle janelle and then that new lady came in katie oh, who was yes. not the person who hooked up with tom okay i'm thinking of a different katie <laughs> when you said that i was like she was on winter house <laughs> If that's the right crew but <laughs> bro when she came on screen i was like oh <laughs> this is not who i was referring to yeah yeah oh yeah so she joins and then yeah janelle went home they keep they're mm. they haven't every faithful is getting uh banished everybody Mm-hmm. and it almost landed on john or not john yeah dan dan almost yeah. landed on dan, dan keeps coming in second keeps coming in second he really does uh-huh so yeah we'll see i think new episode is what tonight tomorrow is this tomorrow yeah tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah um all right oh, man. what do you oh, have? real quick i'll wrap us up with jessica Simpson's oh my god book. yes okay so-, <laughs> so we left off in san fran and she and nick had just gotten married or something 
Shara and Nick had just gotten married after being together for years and years and years, forever and ever. And, um, she got married and just had a rapid success. They had newlyweds a show in there 10 minutes after they got married. That's so wild. They were really newlyweds. That's true. Yep. They had just got mm-hmm. married and decided to go on a television show starring the two of them. <laughs> and television, Jesus. reality television was not what it was today. No. It was not nearly as... Um, like fruitful as right. it is today. Like, 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 why are you doing this? You don't have to do this. Yeah. No. Um, but she did it. She talked about Chicken of the Sea and she was like, you know what? I am smart enough to play this character mm. and just kept playing dumb. She was like, I just knew exactly. She said by the end mm. of the second season, mm-hmm. they knew exactly what to say and do to make sure that the cameras would leave their house. They were like, when they got enough footage, mm-hmm. they knew when that moment was. And they were like, get them out. Okay. We're fighting. We actually hate each Dang. other. Dang. Yeah. For their third anniversary, which is their last year of marriage, production like set up this whole thing that like Nick did that he clearly didn't do because he totally forgot it was their <gasps> anniversary. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, God. Yeah, really bad. And he was really, she was, I think you said she was 21 or 22? 20. Yeah. She was between 21 and 23. Something in there. She was was so young young when we were watching her. And he was 30. And he was so old. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) At 22, 23, a 30 year old was dumb old. Old. So old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So they quit the show after three years. Mm. She goes to work on Dukes of Hazzard. Mm -hmm. And she's like kind of by herself. He's working on his album. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) With 98 Degrees or a solo album? His album, Soul O. Oh, God. No, Nick. (laughs) Just him. Horrible. So she goes to work on this movie. She gets down to like 12 pounds. Yeah, she got really thin. Yeah, really dangerously thin. And she's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, having a full-blown emotional affair with Johnny Knoxville <gasps> for a long time. Oh, my God. Like, they were both married. Yeah. And she would be in his trailer all night long, talking all night long over whiskey. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Girl. Damn. Oh, it's like a and Miss, was it Mr. and Mrs. Smith little moment? Yes. Like, yes. Brad and what's her name? Angelina. Dang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never did anything physical. They never did. But the, she said the emotion of it yeah. all, that was like her man. That was her boyfriend. That was her full man. Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. That guy. That was your man. Wow. They were both fooling us with their outward appearance. Like Jackass was insane. And she said that he was like the nicest Southern gentleman yeah, ever. Yeah. And then she was so stupid and ditzy on TV yeah. and had a billion dollars. So she could be that stupid. Right. So, wow. Like, oh my God. An ooh, emotional wait. affair. The drama. Emotional okay. affair. Yep. Mm. And she said that she got some marriage advice from Willie Nelson, who was still like mm. her little play uncle mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, <laughs> Um, and so she moved on. She got divorced. She said right after she released the divorce, Johnny emailed her and was like, how did you do it? How did you have the courage to do it? Oh my God. Girl. Oh, that's so wild. Isn't he older too? Mm -hmm. He was must've been old Yes, he is. He's 10 years older than her. She likes him older. She likes him older. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Um, Okay. Yep. 
So she got divorced, mm-hmm. then she got with John Mayer, and girl, oh, I forgot about let me that. tell you about your problematic face. Oh, God. He is He's the awful. worst. I know this. <laughs> we all know this. He's such a... God, he... I mean, talk about oh hates God. women deep down. Yes. Yeah. He's just yeah. said some off-the-wall crazy shit over the years, and it just mm-hmm. makes me so mm-hmm. sad, because Continuum mm-hmm. is one of my favorite albums of all time. <laughs> <laughs> No, she said, and she talks about that, how he's a brilliant musician. Um, But, and a brilliant guitar player. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never forget his rendition of Human Nature at Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson's funeral. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have it on iTunes. Like, I love that rendition. I mean, yeah, he's. And he's racist. Fully. (laughs) Fully. Oh my God. Yeah, he's so disappointing. John Mayer, Mm -hmm. but his music is awesome. Mm -hmm. He's one of those ones where it's like trying to, like, reconcile the music and the person yeah, type. The artist, yeah the art and the artist yeah oh, he's a tough yeah. one yeah yeah but she wrote about how toxic it was and at the very end at the, you know he was very um avoidant attachment oh, okay if read the book attached mm. and she wrote at the very end that he said something that triggered her why they would fight so much he said like oh but i'm working on my next project something like that they were in an island they were together they were happy and he was like well i'm working on my next thing Mm -hmm. and i just really need some space right now and she was like wait a minute you are emotionally toying with me in order to write your music oh no like i'm done i'm done with you now i gotta go write this album about you about you never Mm-hmm. Dang! Oh my god! To see you till it's time to do promo for the album, right. and then we're back together, right? And even at that, I'm gonna be dogging you out in like Rolling Stone while I promo. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure he did. Right. He's he's horrible. Yeah, he he's said some terrible yeah. things about all the women he's dated. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Um. So they end with they end that she cuts him off like completely cuts him mm. off because she couldn't deal mm-hmm. with it. And then she meets her now husband, Eric, oh, out at like a party one night. Okay. He's an ex-NFL football player oh. who's very, very smart. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, and um, so she meets him. Mm-hmm. But then there's one intermittent chapter that I was really looking forward to reading. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Chili Cook-Off. And it's the chapter all about that picture that I've shown you a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Of Jessica Simpson that launched a million eating disorders. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she talks about how important it was for her to not be ashamed of that picture mm, publicly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she was a size four when that photo was taken. And the way they talked about her, like she was morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> Oh my god! I remember that. I remember it was like Jessica's back, and she's put on so because she was kind of like out. I feel like she was out of the public. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was like down after her uh, after Dukes of Hazard. She was like down, and then she came back, and up. then she came back, and it was like, oh, have you seen her? She's huge, and you look at the picture, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they put Jesus. her side by side of her in that Daisy Dukes outfit. Mm. And her in that outfit from a picture from above. Mm-hmm. And Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, told her, she said, beware of those shorts because they're going to want you to wear them for the rest of your life. Damn. And I know because I was she in that leotard. In the, yeah. Damn. And they're going to want you to look like that forever. forever and you're not going to look like that forever. Yeah. Yeah. And she was right. Because whenever they do the side by side, it's that Daisy Dukes. And they will mm-hmm. always compare to that. 
Damn, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Or she was f- absolutely miserable. She said she was like hungry, hating everyone, starving, yeah. hated anyone who could eat carbohydrates, like mm. just hateful. Yeah. Um, Jesus. And I really respect the fact that she knew she was a size four. She mm-hmm. knew she was a, a 25 inch waist. She knew she was small mm-hmm. and never attempted to clarify mm. that she was small. Mm. Hmm. She was like, "It's just not a part of beauty yeah. that I need to say that I'm smaller than you all think." Right. I am. The narrative's not going to help nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the truth, mm-hmm. quote unquote, is not going to help. Right. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty forward thinking for somebody at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Body positivity was not a thing back then. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So yeah. I thought that was really, really mm-hmm. cool. I was. I looked forward to reading that chapter, and she did not disappoint in that oh, chapter at all. Okay. Hmm. Um, and I'm at the, I'm at like page 370 out of 400 God and she damn. is, I know she had a lot to say, girl. Jeez. She had a lot to say. She just going day <laughs> by day in her life. Literally. Yes. I don't know how she remembers this. I don't remember what happened like two months ago before I moved. I don't know what happened. <laughs> 400 pages that long. That's a wild. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my goodness. But now I'm at the point mm-hmm. where she's about to, she's about to marry this man. And he's about to go to UPenn. He got like oh. a full ride to UPenn Wharton. Oh, wow. Okay. And she was like, I am about to clear a billion dollars and I have a GED. So you probably don't need to go to business school <laughs> and leave me here. We'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll be good. And he was like, okay. And he didn't go. So I'm there. <laughs> nope, didn't go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. Yep. What? So it's a good, re- it's a good juicy read. A juicy it's a good read, one. yeah what um what made you want to read the book and what i I don't really read a lot of memoirs particularly celebrity Mm. memoirs it's just like not a Mm -hmm. genre i i don't know ever really got into like what made you want to Mm -hmm. read this i heard as soon as that book was released i heard that she spilled the fucking tea and i was like i'm ready because Mm -hmm. it was covid Mm, that the book came out okay Mm mm-hmm and nobody, we had nothing going on. <laughs> I was going to look at the amount of people who died that day. Mm, like, the I fuck? Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> awful. So um, that's mainly the reason why I got it okay. is because I knew she told everybody's business. Mm. And I wanted to read it. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I guess, that that is the appeal of a celebrity memoir. The tea that gets spilled. Either that or like when I read Angie Martinez's memoir, I really wanted to know how Angie became Angie. Oh, okay the origin story of someone you mm-hmm. admire yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah interesting yeah mm-hmm. dang yup so that's jessica simpson that's jessica simpson and her and her life her wild life how old is she, she uh, 36 that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was shocked when you said she was like 20 on fucking she's 43 on- okay Oh, 43. Okay. But that she was as young as she Still. was on the newlyweds. And that show was forever ago. So she's been around for a hot minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been working. Yes. Like if Mandy Moore comes out with a memoir, I'm reading it. Mandy Moore? Really? Yeah. Mandy Moore was around forever. She's been she working has forever. Been for a hot minute. I want to know all about Wilmer Valderrama. I want to know about oh that little God. boy from the, um, not the notebook, A Walk to Remember. Oh, I want to know all guy. about him. Yeah. Shane Dawson, or whatever his name is. <laughs> I want to know Chad all about Michael Murray everything. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> Shane Dawson. Sure, throw him in there too. <laughs> you just be saying people's names, girl. <laughs> Shane Dawson is that YouTuber from forever ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
But I feel like there's a sh- there's another Shane though. There's a Shane. There right? is a Shane. Shane. I'm gonna find so, it. Uh, yes, there know. is a Shane guy. Shane West. Yeah. Shane West. Oh, oh that's see, actually close. he's the guy from A Walk to Remember. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Michael Murray. Who's that man again? He's from One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Dawson's Creek. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Yeah. One Tree Hill. Okay. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh my God! I never watched but Dawson's Creek too. You probably she probably mess around with them too. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know the tea. <laughs> Mandy mm-hmm. Moore. That's so unexpected. I think. Yeah, but she, but isn't she somebody who's she's still working now? She do be around. She do be around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got a lot to say. I know she has a lot to say. She's only thirty nine. Oh my god! What? She's that sh- that little song, Candy. Remember Candy? She was like oh fourteen god. when that thing came Candy. out. Yeah, girl, I can do the choreography right now, right here on this Riverside. What? She was super young. That came out in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah, she was. Damn, she was fifteen when Candy came out. Oh, oh my god wow a little baby such a baby what a time do you remember there was like oh Britney Spears Christina Aguilera and yep. then it was just like a bunch of other girls that came out after them too Jessica and Simpson. Jessica talks about that too she was maybe like yeah. third one right uh-huh she was the third one in the lineup. and then Mandy yep. Moore mm-hmm. came and then it was just like a succession of these like really young like teenage blondes <laughs> singing mm-hmm. about you know bubblegum shit yeah <laughs> it's like yes. very bubblegum pop yeah 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 but all in kind of different they all had very different skill sets they were all different they were all very different yeah, yeah. who was your i was a christina stan oh stan okay bitch. what i stan because she's saying like when he used to no, she like, had the voice you know that ma- it made no sense when you looked at her <laughs> it made absolutely no sense Jessica talks about that. She was like, we were 12 auditioning for Disney, whatever the fuck. Oh, Disney Kids, Mickey whatever. Mouse Club. Yeah. Mickey Mouse yes. Club. And <laughs> yeah, she was like, this little mousy girl came up with these big glasses and sang like a full-blown 50-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the power that's been coming out of her voice. Yeah. Since mm-hmm. she was like so young. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I still stand for Christina Aguilera. Still. Burlesque and all. Mm-hmm. I love burlesque. Please don't get me started. I love that movie. <laughs> I love it. Cher and Christina. Are you kidding? Yeah, Cher. Fantastic movie. <laughs> love it. Shameless. Yes, I loved it. Loved uh, Christina, but I also really did love Britney because Britney was so inspired by Janet. Mm. I, she was yeah. such a dancer she was such a dancer you know? i always appreciated her performance skills and dancing and mm-hmm. um oh man we still have like making the video i remember the making the video for toxic oh. and oh, i just wanted God. to see what was the moves this time Brittany. what you gonna give us yes. what you gonna give us yes. well, i know i ain't gonna be voiced so let me see what you're doing how you no. moving <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah oh my god but really just those two yeah i never really got into jessica simpson or i i i definitely got into jessica simpson because she had big boobs and so did i so Mm, i was mm -hmm. pro jessica yeah that's true Um, she was different she was shaped different her voice mm -hmm. i think didn't you say she started off as like a gospel like almost like a christian yeah she started in the church she was Mm -hmm. real she started as a gospel artist yeah Yeah. so they all kind of had their yeah they're all all a bit different interesting Mm -hmm yeah mm-hmm. man what a time it's it's it is it's a very interesting thing now to think about because i told you how uh 
So as I heard from some other ladies on another podcast that they think Addison Ray is the next Britney Spears. Oh my God. We did have and that. We whole... don't even know really who that <laughs> I is. I don't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name, but then when you said a singer, I was like, I, I thought she was like yeah. a TikToker or something. She is. Yep. She is. Um, but she, these audiences now are so siloed and really don't have to be inspired by that much or like inspired that deeply or like had to have that deep of a story anymore. Mm. You can just be famous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's the barrier to entry is like, it's so low. It's lo- There's so it's many low, but famous people. Like we talked mm-hmm. about this, I think on game of roses, there's so many people with over a million followers right just like right that exist Th- those are really famous fucking people <laughs> yes, <laughs> over a million a lot, people. A lot of people who yeah. are famous yeah. like the fuck yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. yeah the barrier i have 150 comments on this tiktok and i'm like oh the negative energy <laughs> yes <laughs> like, oh my god yeah <laughs> should i delete this video <laughs> Yeah, this is too much. (laughs) And we ain't no, our numbers don't even compare to some of these people. No, Uh -uh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, all these people on the industry and what impact and why them girls? I only know two of them. I know, (laughs) and they swear they famous up and down. They, I mean, I I was looking at a few of them. They have like five million followers, two million Mm -hmm. followers, and I have no idea who they are. But five million Mm -hmm. other people do. just so many famous right. people now it's like mm-hmm. it's overload it's like a yeah. very much an overload yeah you s- yeah. and just not uh see how like like this white woman christina aguilera was also half latina mm-hmm. but nobody said anything and mm-hmm. also sounded like whitney houston but presented as a white mm-hmm. woman like all that convoluted <laughs> mess they don't have to do any of that anymore <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah so different yeah totally different time totally different mm-hmm. time yeah it's just so interesting there was literally it was britney christina and jessica it was like you can count them on your hands now yeah. it's like infinity and your mom knew about them yeah. right like everyone knew about mm-hmm. them my mother has no clue who addison I, ray is couldn't tell you yeah <laughs> couldn't tell you a thing right yeah it's nuts mm-hmm. anyways anyways this was fun per usual. it was so fun every week every week Love it. yes let us know what you guys are watching down in the comments um mm-hmm. if you're reading the jessica simpson memoir thoughts oh my god yes if you're like a yeah mid-30s millennial like us like how how was it looking back at that time knowing how much we like looked up to these people and how much we were so invested like I'm, i still can't get over how young she was on newlyweds that's i i just <laughs> Really? Because at the time I was watching it, I was just like, oh my God, she's married. Like, I just thought she was so yeah, grown. Right. But now as a 34-year-old, yeah. I'm like, that was a child. That was a 22-year-old. Yeah, and a married. And married. A, a newly married person. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to rewatch that with the this perspective and these eyes. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, let us know what you're watching. Let us know down in the comments on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, rate, review, subscribe. And we'll be back next week. Sure will. Bye, guys. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 